Welcome back to the Malin Podcast. I'm your host, Dylan Shivery, coming to you live from the Lodge in Austin, Texas, joined by Sally DeFreeze this time. What's up, Sal? I'm, I, You're back. I'm all flabbergasted and confused because my name has changed. You're back. I'm back. You're married. You have a different last name. Not legally yet, but yes, I have a, a different last name. Man. It'll be legal in a couple weeks. Uh, congrats. Thank and welcome you so back. Much. We, we missed you. you. Brett filled in uh, two weeks in a row. I know. He held down the fort while you were away. Well, the first week I was gone was the right before we left for our wedding, and I had a nail emergency. Oh, that's what it was. It was it was nails. Because last minute we had to, we had to call, I had basically, call Brett out of the bullpen. Yeah, exactly. Uh-huh. It was about it nails. a pinch hit for me. But you were about to get married, so you, you were... Uh, I was a little stressed. You were afforded some... Uh, some yeah. leeway and stuff like that. Thank you, got, you. Yeah, you're welcome. Um, uh, producer Dave is not here. He's not. So filling in for him is your husband. Oh, it me. It Mr. DeFreeze. <laughs> Mr. DeFreeze. What it do? We got the DeFreezes here. I was also the uh, coordinator during the nail emergency, so ah, I'm glad oh, yes. that I can help out. Yeah, I got a phone call from Will about you not showing up. Yep. So that was fun. Yeah, I'd already set up a, a fill-in host and everything, so I'm glad to be here. It worked out well. Good to be here. Thanks for filling in, dog. Of course, anytime. Man, we got Will on the board. I would just like to say before we start that I think had we turned off the lights in the studio, it's raining outside. It could have been really cozy. This could have been a cozy pod. Would have been romantic in here. Not romantic. Just like, you know when you wake up. She's my wife. You know when you wake up and it's raining? This happened to me this morning. You're like, I don't want to get out of bed. This is so Mm -hmm. delightful. Oh, yeah. It could be like that in here. But instead... I have this like fluorescent light on me, and I'm just the person I have to blame is Will. Like that's his fault. Yeah, it's too dark in here. I like mood lighting as much as the next person, but it's just too dark. It could be cozy, but yeah, that's. But you've okay. never been in here without the lights off, so you got it. You got. I take may my just word turn them it. off mid podcast. The we'll problem is the the one light switch we have for our whole office. It turns on and off every light in here. Oh, you, it turns off all the lights. Yeah, so oh. all the surrounding rooms right here. We have we have windows through to the rest of the office from the studio. I know y'all can't see. That's why I'm describing it. Um, <laughs> yeah, the switch does. It does all. Of oh, it. I thought it was only going to turn off no. the studio light. Not that would have been okay. You know, we, we need some lamps in here. We do need some, some lamps. We, actually, we need some studio lighting, and that's going to happen at some point. Uh-huh. Hopefully, True. in the in the very near future. But for now, we got these uh, elementary school fluorescents. Who's going to interior design the studio? Um, it's going to be a, a collab effort. Okay. Truly hard to say. Yeah. You're not so, hiring somebody. No. no, no, not hiring like Kelly Worsler. What do you think we do? are? You think we're Vice or something? I don't know. Nah. Anyway, we have a mail-in podcast to do. Let's do it. The hotline number before we get started is eight 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 three six two mail. That's M A I L eight 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 three six two six two four five. You can also write in if you would prefer. There's a link in the Twitter bio at Mail-in Podcast. You guys have anything else you want to get off your chest before we dive in? We have I think chest we have, is bare. We're good. I think we have eight questions today. Yep, we do. Three of which are voicemails. I'm looking at my. Oh, I thought you were texting. My rundown is on my phone because I don't bring my computer, and Will always accuses me of texting during the podcast. I'm just saying. So I know you've done this before, but the producer typically reads the. the oh, emails. I got it. All right, let's I go. I got it. Let's go. Hey, Dorn, Dave, and Sally. So I've been seeing this girl for a couple months now. Everything's going copacetic. Good I word. Don't actually know what that word means, but it just means use. like like easy and cool and nice. Yeah. I'm glad that you pronounced that correctly because I think I would have 
pronounced it incorrectly. I'm sorry. Continue. Well, he's even planning on taking things to the next level because he <laughs> likes her so much. But, dot, 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 she has the same name as my mom. For me, this isn't a big deal, and I don't find it weird enough to, to stop me from pursuing a relationship. Some of my homies said that it's a deal breaker for them. What do you guys think? Would love to hear your opinions. Thanks. Uh, it, it's, it's funny to me that this person says, for me, this isn't a big deal. And then wants our opinion. Like, if it's not a big deal to you, why do you need someone else's opinion on the matter? Like, because it's enough, It's probably not a big deal, like a deal breaker to him, but I think he just wants the reassurance that this is normal. Okay. I think he, got, I think he got fried by his homie, so he wants the oh, support of a, a small to mid-sized podcast. The Correct. squad roasted him. Yeah. Yeah. Um, this, uh, <laughs> this wouldn't be a big deal. I mean, it would be a little bit weird. And I don't... What's your mom's name? My, my, mom has, my mom has an old school mom name. It's Rosemary. Okay. For some reason, I thought your mom's name was Kathy. I, that no, just no. popped up in my head. Okay. My mom's yeah. name is Rosemary. So you don't meet many Rosemary's that are like of dating age for me, so I don't have to worry about this ever. Um, having said that, if I met a nice young lady named Rosemary and she was awesome, I w- it wouldn't like... It would trip me up a little bit probably, and I would be... I, would be, uh, I, I probably couldn't call her Rosemary. I'd have mm-hmm. to give her a nickname or something. Um, but it, if she was awesome, I, it wouldn't, like, stop me, you know? I agree. I also think it depends on – not that it depends on what the mom and the girl's name is, but if it's, like, a common name, then I really don't think yeah, that this has yeah. legs. If it's Sarah, like – Right, like – You can't – The, the world is named that's just gonna Allison or Sarah. Or, you know, right. like, not the world. But, like, th- that's a more common name, and especially generationally, uh-huh. you know, versus, like – do you know a Nancy that's not your mom? Well, no, Another exactly. classic no, I mom don't. Name. No, I, I, I mean, I'm sure I do, but they're probably of my mom's age, and I, I've never interacted with like a younger Nancy. But I feel like the same kind of goes with like sister or brother too, right? Like I, I think about this now. My dad and brother's name is Harry, and if I met a Harry and just really clicked with him, not only would that be dope because then we would be Harry and Sally. But I don't think that that would stop me. So if my name was Harry, you'd be okay with it? I think so. That would that'd make three Harrys in the family. Right. It's so confusing. That's a lot of Harrys. Well, there, there's like nicknames. I think, first of all, this guy doesn't care. So he needs to be okay with it. He clearly is. And we, we support you in this. And I think you're fine. But if, if you do have an issue with it or it starts to bug you, call her by a nickname. Yeah, I would, I would call her by a nickname for sure. But also, you can just kind of roll with it, and it could be like a fun little joke that you you have with your friends. I don't know. It's 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 the name stuff. Like I know somebody who was named Shelly, who got married to some somebody with the last name Shelly. So now she's just Shelly Shelly. Shelly Shelly. I've I've heard of that before. Or like, there was a story about two people who met on Facebook who have the same name, like Taylor or something, and they got married. They have the exact same name. Like, you just can't let that stuff bug you if it's really. Somebody you like and care about and possibly could love. There's this couple from um, my high school who got married, and, and both of their names are Aaron. Mm-hmm. Of course, one spelled the guy way, one spelled the girl way. And I thought that was pretty cool. Yeah. The best situation is my friend Miriam. Her last name was Smith. Her sister has married a guy with the last name Smith, so then she didn't even have to change her last name. It was so tight. That's so convenient. It's just the best. Like, yeah. you're already done. You did it. I feel like I know a couple that... that that, that applies to as well, but I can't remember. My sister's um, name is Betsy, and, and I had a small crush on a girl in high school named Betsy. 
Like nothing crazy, nothing I ever acted on, but I just had a little kind of crush on her. And I never looked at her as having the same name as my sister. Because when I look at like my relatives, it's like, you're my sister. I don't, it doesn't really matter what your name is. It, it's never affected anything yeah. with me. You know yeah. what? That's actually a good point for this guy. Because he doesn't call his mom by her first name. He calls yeah. her mom. Yeah. You know? So I can see why the friends would say something about it. But to him, he, they're two probably completely different people. Because you're not like, even though your mom is Nancy and my mom is Julie, like, I'm calling her mom. Yeah, potentially missing out on what could be, you know, an awesome relationship just because of a name. Um, yeah, it's, it doesn't sit well. No, don't do it. It's fine. You're good. Tell your boys, welcome the the shit talking because it's it is a little bit funny. Yeah, you know, hooking up with someone with, that goes by the same name. But as that your doesn't mom. mean you have like underlying mommy no, issues or anything. Not. It just it's, means it's that just you just have to have the same I mean, exactly. You might, but not because of this. Right. It could, it could apply. Yeah. I'm going to talk Postmates, Dude, Do you guys know that when you need red wine at 4 p.m., sushi at 9 p.m., a breakfast burrito at 8 a.m., and ibuprofen at 10 a.m., you can just Postmate it? Yes, and I do. A lot of people don't know that. It's the whenever you need it, however you need it app for anything you need in your life. It doesn't really matter what day it is. 24 hours a day, 365 days a year, Postmates will bring you what you need within the hour. The laundry list of restaurants that these guys have, wild. So many places you can get food from. Anything you're craving, Postmates can deliver. They're the largest on-demand network in the U.S., and they offer delivery from all the restaurants, grocery stores, convenience stores, and traditional retailers that you could possibly want or need. No more trips to the store. You don't even have to know where the store is. Postmates will deliver everything for you. Download the iOS app or Android app for free and browse local restaurants and businesses. Track your delivery in real time. We all use it. You should be using it too. For a limited time, Postmates is giving our listeners $100 of free delivery credit for your first seven days, to start your deliveries, download the app and use code MAILIN. That's code MAILIN for $100 of free delivery credit for your first seven days when you download the Postmates app. Anything you need, anytime you need it, just Postmate it. Download the Postmates app and save with code MAILIN. Now for a voicemail. This, this first voicemail worked a lot better when Dave was producing because there was a it's part <laughs> of it's directed at Dave, and I just realized that now. It literally says, question for Dave. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but there is a, a question that applies to everybody, so I'll just go ahead and play. Hey, guys, got a little bit of a two-part question. Um, the first part's for Dave, uh, noted Traeger guy. Uh, summer's coming up. Really want to get into smoking, um, and the idea of the Traeger is awesome. Um, you know, to cut down on the, uh, the time consumption it takes to smoke. Um, but, you know, I'm still a little skeptical, so I wanted to get your take on that. And then uh, second part, um, Dave, I know you're the, you've been a real big cook boy lately with the air fryer, and now you're a waffle maker. Um, what's you guys', I guess, favorite kitchen or cooking gadget? Mine, I guess, is not really a gadget. It's the cast iron skillet. It's just classic. I love it. What are you guys' favorite things? make your meals with. Thanks. All right, Dave. What do you say? Um, I, I can answer the Traeger question. I can too, actually. All right, let's hear it. I mean, he should definitely go Traeger over Green Egg. I agree. Why do you say that? Cost? Yeah, they're cheaper. Uh, I think ease of use. For everything I've heard about the Traeger has been, like, I've never heard one person complain about it. We had one at my old house that we lived in where we had our old studio, and those guys would use it all the time, and I would be around when they used it. I never learned to use it because I only lived there for a short period of time when they have it. 
But when I was around, just seeing how they did it, I was like, this is a no-brainer. I think the ease of use is one of the biggest draws of a Traeger. Yes. I will admit that I have never used either one of them. I have an offset, like a traditional offset smoker, uh, and it's awesome. I love it. It is difficult to maintain a constant temperature, though, which is, I think, like the the calling card of an egg. Right. Big green egg. I've and never the used same with the Traeger, though. I think. Yeah. But my parents have the same thing, like an offset smoker. My dad used to do brisket, which tastes amazing, but similar situation because you're doing like wood fires and it's offset. It's yeah, I literally, would... he would do brisket and do smoke it for like 18 hours. So he'd be up in the middle of the night, same, like same. fanning flames. I would it's get up terrible. at 4 a.m. And, and start the fire on the thing and go and like get it all stoked right. up and. and Whereas it's impressive that Migos has capitalized on their fame so much that they're now producing smokers. Yeah, that's a different offset. Oh, yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. Good, good try though. Cool. Um, I do think uh, I we do not have a Traeger because we can't put a Traeger inside of an apartment. Right. But if I could choose a grill or a smoker to get, it would be that. A lot of the food bloggers that I follow all have them, and if like those people can figure it out, I think the average layman can figure it out too. I mean. None of these people are like, all of the people that I follow that follow that are blue, food bloggers are just got gifted it, you know, and they're grilling because they can, not because they're big into grilling like Mark Zuckerberg or Dave, you know. Uh, those, are, those are the two smokers. Yeah, those are the two main <laughs> Those are the two that smokers that I, like, those are the famous smokers that come to mind. Google top smokers, Dave and Mark Zuckerberg are the uh, people that come up. You know, it kind of annoys me that Dave gets uh labeled as like the kitchen guy i feel like i'm a pretty good cook no one gives me credit dave also gets labeled the smoker guy which is a little bit irritating to me because he's never done a brisket <laughs> right he's he never hasn't done a brisket he hasn't even had to do the offset smoker which is like the real way of smoking it that's the bad boy shit yeah yeah i mean I'm, more power to you for making it easier on yourself dave we get it but well, we're gonna shit on you because you're not here yeah. so i'm just kidding yeah, that's fair if we had to guess what Dave's favorite kitchen gadget is, would you say the air fryer? No, smoker. He's been all in on the air fryer lately. Does kitchen but... gadget count smoker? Yeah. No. yeah. Oh, I was saying in the kitchen, which a smoker I is I don't not. want to speak for Dave, but because I'm taking his chair and I'm literally speaking for him today, I'm going to speak for him. I think that he might say his ninja. Oh, yeah. People like the ninja. Oh, he doesn't have a ninja. He has a... Um... Vitamix. Vitamix. I have I have a Ninja. The, the, sorry, the Vitamix. I, I need to put respect I love on my Dave's Ninja. Dave. Dave has a baller-ass Vitamix. That's actually my answer is my, my Ninja blender. I think he would it's say – I want to think that he would say that because he does make some impressive-looking smoothies. He does. Mm-hmm. I don't get enough credit for my smoothies. I make a bomb-ass smoothie. Dude, that's smoothie. fair. That's I do fair. Them, I, do them. I also make a bomb-ass smoothie. I have, a, I have probably five a week. So I use I use my blender more than anything else in my kitchen. You had one for dinner on Sunday? One I of I the saddest parts about us not registering is that I was going to get a Vitamix out of it. And we did not. So. Oh yeah. By the way, before the uh, the wedding, before you knew I, that I was going to be in attendance, I asked Sally. I said, Yo, "You guys have a registry?" She said, "No." And so the gift that I gave you, it's it's not from a, reg- a registry. Perfect. Or any list of any That's sort. Perfect. I, I will accept any gift. That's very sweet of you. It's I actually sitting right in front of you right it. now. But don't open it yet. Can I want to make people. I want to make people. Uh, you know, really think about their gifts. I'm hoping okay, we don't, don't get, say that. I'm well, hoping we don't get that many gifts, don't, honestly. Don't say well, that. We don't have enough room for anything. Well, what is your favorite kitchen gadget? Kitchen gadget? I honestly I don't really use that many. Like, Our AeroPress. We have an Insta maker? yeah, we have an Instapot. I don't know how to use it. We have now we have an air fryer. Don't know how to use it. Uh, I don't use our cast iron pan because I'm I 
or I do use it, but Sally has to clean it because I'm always scared I'm going to ruin it. And the last time she left town, I left it in the oven and completely fried the thing. So I would have to say my AeroPress that I make coffee with every day is my favorite kitchen appliance, and it's not very sexy. You know what my favorite kitchen? I, I We do have an Instant Pot, and I love it. I sneaky, my favorite thing is the mandolin that we have. Ooh, what? the mandolin is nice. I don't even know what the hell that it's is. It's like a thing sounds that you like slice. An, sounds like a musical instrument, doesn't it? it? Yeah. It's, everyone has sliced their freaking finger on this thing. It's like a flat thing, and it's got a blade, oh. uh, just a single blade, and you just like. I'm pretty sure I, I sliced my finger on one of those. It's to kid. like slice vegetables yep. or whatever. Yep. We bought it because I was making potatoes au gratin for Thanksgiving, and I wanted them to be like very even. But now I use it a lot, and I love it. But you just have to be so careful because you really can cut the shit. Oh, out I, of your I finger. cut a huge chunk off yeah. of my finger, and I was. I like think 10. Chrissy Teigen and John Legend, like in the same ten minute span, she cut hers and then he cut his, or vice versa. Like both of their fingers cut yeah, off, they're, basically. Yeah, they're dangerous because they're so sharp. It's just a single blade. Mm-hmm. That or uh, I wasn't gonna say gadgets. These are just my favorite tools. I also love my freaking lime lemon juicer. It's the best thing ever because I put lime juice in a lot of stuff and you get that thing. You just crank it down. Oh, yeah. It's great. Yeah. You're not wrong. I know it's cheating, but I don't care. Like, honestly, after when we went to my house and you burned yourself on with lime juice, like, mm-hmm. remember? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Basically what happens. I don't know if we've talked about this before. I'm sure you talked about this, it. On this has happened back. to me like seven times. But. Dylan was squeezing a lot of limes for mezcal margaritas, and then he had like a third degree burn on his hand, and the same thing happened to my sister. She squirted a lime, and it like the lime juice landed on her stomach, but like barely like like the squeezing of the juice landed on her stomach, and then she went out and was tanning, and she had all these like weird brown spots, yeah, and she couldn't figure out what it was, and then my mom was like, oh my god, it's the lime juice. The, one of the first times this happened to me, I was um, on vacation in uh, Mexico Beach, mm-hmm. and slowly I started to get like this rash on my hand. I couldn't figure it out. It itched so bad. It burned. It was extremely irritating, and it got progressively worse over like I was there for like five days. And I slowly started to realize that it was concentrated like between like my like the inside of my index finger and the inside of my thumb on the same hand. Mm. And I then I finally realized this because I was drinking uh, vodka sodas like the entire week pretty much, and I just kept squeezing the lime into my drink. Mm-hmm. Uh, I wasn't making drinks; I was just squeezing the lime into like my a lime vodka ledge. soda. And oh my god, it was absolutely miserable. I, I didn't know what it was. I thought I was like allergic to salt water or something. It was yeah. very really strange. Guys, you got to be safe this summer with Ooh, the limes. I didn't know that was Tell a thing me. until this summer. I I didn't either until it happened to Dylan, then it happened to Natalie. My buddy has a scar in his stomach from what you described earlier. Like he was laying out by the pool right. like while drinking a margarita and just got it on his skin. Oh, chill-ass injury, though. Yeah. Yeah, but it's not a good one. It, like it basically just eats away your skin, so be careful, people. Yeah, so I mean, like, uh, lime juice, it's like it has a, like a cooking like, agent. Yeah, I mean, it's an enzyme. You know, it's an acid, so. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Not great. Mm-hmm. Let's do the next one, Will. New question. How did y'all decide on the name Washed Media? Another good one for Dave, had he been here. Da- he, hat tip Dave, I think. Yeah, hat tip Dave, because D- Dave came up with it. Um, the idea behind it Wait, is- Wait, before y'all start, what was it originally, before it got changed? Oh, when Dave just made an LLC? He just It was just a placeholder. I know, but what was it? 
It was it was Bunsen burner. Bunsen oh, burner yeah. media. That, that was like the the old like steam room uh, segment. Right, that we right, used to right. Do. I forgot about that. I just remember being like, "What?" I was like, "Oh, this is funny, Dave." But it, is this a joke? It, it wasn't a joke. No, it was a, our placeholder name. I'm, gl- I'm glad until you changed we switched it. it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, that was inevitable. We weren't going to go by Bunsen burner media. Yeah, that doesn't have legs. <laughs> <laughs> no, not at all. Well, washed up was always a term we would use. For obvious reasons. Yeah, we just said washed though, because yeah, it's same it means the same thing. Yeah. Like it, past your prime on the descent of of life. And like we were well, you ex excluded, like Dave and I were like we had just gotten let go from a media company. So we were like, Oh man, we're just old and washed now. Uh it kinda it kinda derived from that, I guess. But even when I like started working like we didn't even have washed established like as a name until like long after I'd quit. Yeah, yeah. Like it was. I remember just thinking, like, all right, we need we need to do something about this. But washed just kind of made sense. It's kind of a. I like saying it. It doesn't have any like connotations to it that. I don't think it moves the needle too far in either direction for anybody. I think it's yeah. a very safe word. It's safe. I think it looks good, and now I I really like it. Do people ask you what it means when you when you tell them? Not really, but I usually don't, I usually don't go so like if, if I'm just casually talking to somebody, I don't say I work for washed media. I just, or like I started washed media. I usually just say, uh, yeah, small media company in you Austin, Texas. You don't call yourself yeah. co-CEO and co-founder of washed media? No. No. I try to avoid those terms as much as possible because I just don't want people to think I'm a douchebag. I find myself <laughs> explaining the meaning of the name circling back before he even asked what it means. Sunday Scaries podcast is really easy to explain. Yeah. People always get it, so I always lead with that because I'm like, this is easy for someone to grasp yeah. unless they're above the age of like 40. I usually say uh, it's called circling back, you know, you know, like corporate buzzwordy type, you that know, play sense. on words, and they're like, oh, okay, yeah. They didn't even ask me. I just, I just feel like obligated to. How do you describe what we talk about on circling back? I say uh, we talk current events, we talk about our personal lives a little bit, and we pretty much just bullshit for an hour. That's like my. My elevator pitch right there. I pretty much just say it's a general interest podcast where we talk about pretty much anything, anything from some random stuff that happens on Twitter to memes to our personal lives. I also say it's a comedy format and people seem to enjoy it. Format. There you go. Yeah. People seem to enjoy it. Yeah. It's it's like it's unassuming. Yeah. I like that. Yeah. Uh, Let's do the next one. It is a voicemail. Dale, Sally, Dave, good morning. This is Remy from North Carolina. My question is not going to be tactical at all, but I want to ask it anyway. Um, my, uh, I wanted to know about kind of like your, this for Dylan, I want to know about your divorce a little bit, um, if you're willing to answer. My divorce with my parents was not amicable at all, and my parents now hate each other, but my wife, her parents got divorced as well, and they stayed amicable for the purposes of their children. Now, I don't know what happened with their divorce. I don't know why they fell out of love for each other, but it just happened. Um, So my question is this, if you're willing to answer it, is are you and the homie's mom just being amicable for the sake of the homie, which is respectable in its own right, or are you guys, like, actually just friendly now and still like to hang out with each other and and things like that? Thanks, guys. I'll hang up and listen. Love you. All right. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm a pretty open book. I think that's established. I, yeah, I don't, I don't have a problem talking about this at all. Um, yeah, so 
Parks's mom and I, we, we get along really, really well. And it's just like a, a mutual respect thing. Um, yeah. And of course, if, if he wasn't a part of our lives, if we did never had a child together, we, we wouldn't still be in communication. I mean, if we saw each other around town, we would, you know, hug it out and wish each other well and all that. But, um, yeah, we stay in communication because of Parks, but it just so turns out we just get along really, really well, and it's, it worked out as well as it possibly could have, I think. Um, even when we were going through our divorce, we went through, you know, like counseling and all that, and it just uh, it just worked out absolutely for the best, and I'm very, very lucky. We are very, very lucky that it worked out the way it did. Uh, but I just have a lot of respect for her. She's a great mom. Um, she's a good friend. She's She never wronged me at all in any way whatsoever throughout our, our entire relationship. So, uh, yeah, I have a lot of respect for her. She's a, a great person, and it just it was just really, really easy. We were very blessed in that, right? Uh, so, yeah, that's pretty much it. You, I always know when you're in a mood. It's not that hard to figure out. Yeah. And most of the time you're pretty out. Like, you don't immediately say it, but usually you say what's bugging you. Uh-huh. Never once has it been anything to do with Dallas. Ever. No, no. She, like, never. I, I'm telling you, she has made it so so easy. Um, much, I mean, and look, it was it was really hard on me going through the divorce, mainly because we had a child together. But it was, uh, I felt like I was letting her down. You know, I guess it it was it was just really really tough. Um, Do you think that the type of divorce that you went through, not the type, but the type of relationship that you maintain? with Dallas is something kind of new to our generation because I feel like th- that's a very mature thing for both of you to do to realize like, okay, we're getting a divorce, but we're still going to maintain a friendship and like a working parenting relationship and all of those things. Whereas I feel like in the past, maybe our parents either divorced because it was very ugly and something had happened or they just hated each other's guts or they just stuck it out. And Hmm. we're unhappy. You know, like, I I feel like most of the friends that I have whose parents are divorced don't really speak. And maybe speak now that, like, if they got older, like, and are doing it for the kids, but never in, like, a amicable way. So this guy's saying his girl or his wife, uh, girlfriend, wife, her parents are amicable. That's that's kind of new to me for parents. But I feel like as I'm watching some of my peers get divorced, it's tend to be, like, we're not right for each other, so we're going to divorce, but we're still going to be friends. You know what I'm saying? Maybe so. It might just be like a, a, a new modern way of approaching right. relationships. I'm not sure. Every time I tell someone or someone asks me, like, you know, how do you get along with Parks' mom and all that, and I tell them, I'm just honest with them because it's easy. It's a it's easy thing to answer. They're like, wow, that is extremely rare, and mm-hmm. you're very, you should be very thankful. And so, like, talking to people, it makes it more apparent to me that uh, what we have is so awesome and so rare. And I'm very, look, we go, the three of us go to dinner together. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. we, we take parks out together to go to dinner and, and we get along extremely well. We even talk about like our own relationships and stuff. Mm-hmm. Like we're just good friends. It's it's yeah. really, really cool. But I do recognize how how blessed we are and how, right. how rare it is. Um, but yeah, it worked out as, as well as it, as I think it possibly could have. So, um Good question, though, about it being like a more modern thing. I, I just it, feel like it is because I think yeah. people realize like, oh, maybe this is not the person I'm supposed to spend the rest of my life with. But I, just because we're married does not mean that we like I think everybody's path is different. But I think about some of our people that are our parents age, like our friends, parents who 
Like I had friends whose parents got divorced recently mm-hmm. and it was like a, such a shock and it felt like maybe the parents had been together for that long because of their kids Yeah. versus like we have, you know, friends whose parents divorced when they were super young yeah. and none of them speak. Ross's parents get along really well. Mm-hmm. They're divorced. Yeah. Um, I, I've known, par- I've known parents who've gotten divorced, split up for years and then got back together and got remarried. I know. That's so wild. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I think what y'all have is really special, and it makes it, it honestly, like, the best possible situation, I think, for yeah, sure. Yeah, for sure. Parks is very lucky. No, he is. He is. And that was, you know, a priority for me, obviously, during the whole separation and divorce thing. Like, I wanted, this is not going to be easy for anybody, but I want to make it as easy as it possibly can be. Mm-hmm. And I want, you know, everyone to be as happy as they can in the long run. And so it was, it was important to both of us that... Um, you know, we maintained a, a good a good friendship for his sake. It worked out well. There you go. There you go. Do you know what else works out well? Is this Hydrating a, yourself. Is this about liquid IV? It is. <laughs> Believe it or not, a lot of people end up more dehydrated in winter months. That's unfortunate. I'm a big fan of hydration. I know you guys are too. Cold weather makes dehydration harder to spot, so you're less likely to keep refilling your waters. And if you're traveling, which be careful. Dehydration makes jet lag and headaches even worse. Thankfully, there's Liquid IV, the fastest, most efficient way to stay hydrated. Not going to lie. They've been very good to all of us. And I am absolutely strapped at our place with Liquid IV. We have an entire cupboard dedicated to it to the point where I feel guilty. They just brought us some more here, too. It's like it's powder gold is what it is. It's the best. We brought it to uh, Breckenridge with us, and we were just passing it out like, like it was candy. Like candy, and it made everyone oh my at, gosh. at the altitude... And everyone being dehydrated because of drinking, it was a godsend. Yeah. Agreed. I mean, I had told y'all that I was going to try to bring IV supplies, which I can't get, so it doesn't matter. But I was like, you know what? Why pay for an IV when you can just drink a liquid IV? Like, it's basically doing the same it's thing. It's great. I mean, one stick in 16 ounces of water hydrates you two to three times faster and more efficiently than water alone. Plus, you get the added bonus of vitamin C, B3, B5, B6, and B12. If you're dehydrated... Try Liquid IV. It's the fastest, most efficient way to stay hydrated. I, I just love this stuff. Can't get enough. And it tastes damn good, too. It does. People forget that. Very much. I'm a big lemon-lime guy. I also like the acai. Mm-hmm. They've got a blueberry lavender with melatonin in it if you're trying to stay hydrated. Uh, and it up I and have take not in the tried the night. that yet. It's really good. And one day I took it in the morning, not realizing that it had melatonin. Yeah, be careful. <laughs> Read your labels, people. But I took it. I felt great for the rest of the day. And thankfully, it was a hangover su- Saturday. So, like, I just laid around and watched uh, movies. That's where it's at. But had I taken it at night, would have been real effective. It was great. Well, they have a deal. You aware of this? Fill Get 25% off when you go to liquidiv.com and use code MAILIN at checkout. That's 25% off anything when you order Liquid IVs. Or any, sorry. That's 25% off anything you order on Liquid IVs website. Anything. Just go to liquidiv.com, enter promo code MAILIN to save 25% and get better hydration. That's liquidiv.com, promo code MAILIN. Don't wait. Start properly hydrating today. Let's just go right into the next question, Will. Is it a trash move to not date someone because of their name? There's a guy at work who's pretty attractive, a solid 7.5 to 8, but his last name is Loser. (laughs) It's pronounced Loser, but it's spelled the same as the word Loser. I feel bad because I'm sure he got made fun of for it as a kid. But I'm not sure if I can actually look past this one. First of all, the name is not 
actually pronounced loser. They just came up with that to make it sound like it's not yeah. loser. Yeah. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. Somebody yeah. in his family came up with that a couple of years ago. Just like, like, okay. This is what Micah does with his last, with yeah. his last Weiner. name. Oh, That's yeah. why he says Weiner instead of Wiener. Um, this, okay, that's a tough last name. It, it gets worse than that, but the, having the last name loser, that's What's the worst last name you've ever heard? Um, I don't know. My friend Lauren in high school's last name was Dick, but she just owned it. Like she like that's that's not bad to me. Yeah, it wasn't bad. It it like kind of helps that like she was really hot and like really nice. That helps. Yeah, I I, I had one the other day that I saw, but I feel bad because the guy. I think he followed me on Twitter. I may have mentioned this before, but um, my stepbrother went to school with a girl. Her last name was Zweener, like Z Weiner. So it doesn't matter which name you put in front of it. It sounds like the plural, or not plural, but the possessive. Dylan Zweener. So Dylan Zweener. Her name was Aaron. So her name was Aaron Zweener. Oh, no. Um, so you, Will Zweener, Sally Zweener. It doesn't matter yeah, what name hard. you put in front of it. And I thought, that's that was, hard, that's pun one intended. Of the, that's one of the, that was a bad one. Um, okay. To answer this person's question, and we talked about names earlier, like, if you're already in a relationship with them, I don't think that you should let it affect you. But if that's the only thing that you're going to think about all the time, it's going to be hard to start a relationship with this person. You <laughs> get what I'm saying? Like, especially Loser. if like he's the guy and you're thinking at one point, like I may have to change my name to this. Like yeah. that sucks. If your last name was Loser, would you change your Would you change your name or just? I would keep it? my name. I, you know, I think it's a little bit funny. Like, well. Oh, yeah, I wouldn't change my own name, but I also if I married a guy with the last name Loser, I think I would just keep my own name. Yeah. Yeah. That makes sense. I really did not make it easy on myself changing my name, like going from young that I have to like clarify it was with a J to going to DeFries that like no one knows how to spell, so then I have to pronounce it DeFries. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I mean, you get it. You have to spell it out all the time. Every single time I... I tell someone my name or if I'm at the bar and I had like, they ask me what, like, what's the name on the tab. I have to spell out like the first four letters every single time. Mm-hmm. I do it's that anyway. So annoying. I do that anyway. I just say, uh, last name DeFries, D E F R I. And then before I can even get to I E S, the bartender's already long gone. Trying I, to I spell mine all the time. Um, actually what I say is I say, uh, shivery with the C C H E V. Because if I say shivery, isn't even if I start to spell it out for them, they're immediately going to go to S. Yeah, I think it starts with the sh, which it does not. But it's like six times out of ten they, that that happens. It's it sucks. I recently had someone follow me on Twitter, and their last name was Fagina. Oh, and see, think it's a real last name though. I it it, it didn't look like he was doing a bit account. Like it doesn't look like yeah. it didn't look like somebody that would be doing that. And based on what it looked like, I was like, this guy looks like his last name might just be Fagina. <laughs> a guy DM'd me a while back, um, and his last name is Champion. And I said, is your last name really Champion? And he sent me a picture of his ID. He said, yes, my last name is Champion. That is a tight last name. Yeah. Uh, What do you think about for this girl dating this guy who's a 7.5 slash (laughs) 8? I don't know. Loser's a tough one. That's tough. Like, at that point, I feel like you could just go change the spelling of it. Like, literally, changing my own name for... Will's last name, I've realized like you can literally change your name to whatever the hell you want. Yeah. Literally. Isn't like, it crazy that your last name starts with a lowercase letter now? Yeah. That's so weird to me. I know. So tight. It's cool. So tight. I did move up in the alphabet. I feel great about it. Uh, 
Yeah. I. Sally's been calling it. Okay. Th- sorry to interject here. Instead of saying lowercase d, Sally has been telling people little d. <laughs> and I heard her telling that to like a waiter the other day or something. And I was like, S- stop calling it little d. It's not little d. Wait, Your many, dad said little d. No, he didn't. Are you having to... Uh, like, why do you have to do that? No, I had to spell it out for work and for it to be correct with a lowercase d. I said little d-e capital F. And Will's like, you said little d? And I was like, yeah. <laughs> what? Lowercase. There's a difference. Can't be the little d guy. I didn't realize how old the, how common lowercase d was for a last name. Yeah, ever been to Holland, Dylan? No. Is it? Is <laughs> I don't know. It, is it Dutch? I don't even know what it there's is. There's the pitcher Degrom. I forgot his first name. He's like one of the best pitchers in MLB. Jake? I don't. I don't know. Catch him on Degrom. But it's it's lowercase d, Degrom. Yeah, I I don't know how. Isn't it from? Isn't it Dutch? Yes, yeah, okay. it's Dutch, but like it's not it not every it's not like a hard rule, you know. It's not like every single person that has D E in front of their name that's Dutch has a small D. Also, if somebody has a capital D, I'm I'm not gonna D. get yeah small D. <laughs> I'm not gonna get offended, you know. No, that doesn't matter. There's to me. a player for Liverpool or sorry for Barcelona whose last name is D E J O N G. He does small D. I'm just saying small D now. Yeah. There's a guy that plays for. Little there's D. a Dutch guy that plays for Juventus. He does big, so huh? Um, whatever you want. I think you give Loser a chance here. I'm not going to say Louser because his name is or Loser or whatever it is because his name's Loser. Yeah, what maybe, if you just change the down, spelling? Maybe deep down, he's a winner. Earlier, we had a question earlier, and I think I I said I would not date someone just because of their name. Um, for those who follow Will and I on Twitter, know that we've been watching a lot of Love Island, Australia. And this is not great. one of the guys who's on it, his last name is Crap. Crap? His name's Grant Crap. Shut up. It's spelled C R A P P, but it's Crap. Oh, and they make tough. fun of it all the time. That's tough. Crap. That's a that is a truly terrible last name. That's much better. Or much that's worse. way better than loser. No, it's not. I mean, sorry, way worse than loser. Yes, I would rather be loser. I didn't than mean crap. to say better. Yeah, way worse. That's one of the worst ones I've heard. Yeah. Crap. Yeah, not great. Yeah. Yeah, I think you give loser a shot. You never know. <laughs> Chances are it's not going to work out, right? Yeah. Yeah. Chances are low. Like, just hook up with him just and be like, yeah, <laughs> hook up this loser one time. <laughs> yeah, and that way if he sucks, you can dog him you by go. saying this. Yeah, that guy's here. a total loser. <laughs> you guys ready for this one? I think I have to sit this one out. Yeah. Dorn, how are you enjoying the Apple Watch life? I got my first one about the same time that you mentioned you had gotten one, and I love it. You mentioned on the pod that you wouldn't be in everyday wear. This still true? Are you doing fitness competitions with Sally yet? Stay cool, player. Tyler in the South Carolina area. What does that mean? Is he in South Carolina? Or is a, he just, it's, it's a throwback. It's a joke that we used to have on um, uh, Backdoor Cover. Some uh, guy called in. He called in from the Tennessee area, which is funny <laughs> because they're very defined you know, state lines. Yeah. yeah. Um, and we thought it was funny, so then people just started piling on. and they well, would, there, they would There's an ongoing too. bit with uh, the – I don't know if they still are because I don't live there, but uh, the old Tigers – uh, radio broadcasters, they would always give a shout out to like one city every single game, and they would always just say "nice area," and I I always just like that. Yeah, nice area, South Carolina area. Nice area. Uh, I love my Apple Watch. I love it. I was not planning on wearing it every day, like I mentioned when I first got it. I don't understand that. Why wouldn't you wear it every day? Because it's there's like a a stigma 
I, d- I don't wear it to like dinners and stuff. I, I don't take it off. I mean, uh, maybe it's different for a guy than it is a girl, but like I have still my, I think it's a silicone band or like rubber, whatever it is. So I take it off if I'm like going to a nice event. Lily never takes hers off. I, I wore mine during your wedding. But I think so did Lily. Like yeah. Lily wants those steps. She's not trying to lose out on some That's cow the points. Thing. I was going to mention like the, the fitness tracking and like the, all that stuff. I'm telling you, it's awesome. It is so motivating. It really is. Like I, I've, I've become like in better shape since I got this thing. I'm not even kidding. And it's because you, it tracks like all your shit and it, it just serves as, as a, a pretty simple little motivator, but like I know exactly how many calories I burned already today. As I'm sitting here, I just look down at my watch. It's right there. It's 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 awesome. Mm-hmm. Um, and yes, I'm I haven't done a challenge yet with Sally, but I am. We, we are, do track each. We other. do track each other, and I do the same thing with Lily too. Mm-hmm. Um, like we'll just randomly text each other and be like, "Just saw you worked out. Yeah. How'd it go? Yeah, how was that walk you just went on? <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, I I think Lily and I know Emily, my other sister, have like nicer bands. Like Emily's is gold, and she has like the gold chain one, mm-hmm. or like the one that looks like a real watch. So I feel like she can wear it to nicer things. Like I have to take mine off if I'm going out to dinner and I'm in a nice outfit. Because is that just, one of the older ones? Yeah, the screen turns off. This is a yeah, my screen's series on. two. I think it's old. Okay, I need to replace it. Um, They're great. It's it's great for what I do and for what you do. If you're and if you're in a fitness like. It's it's almost, great for it's fitness. I think addictive. the new one they say like does an EKG on you, so like yeah, does your I heart have. rhythm. Mine's, mine's the new one. It, it does it does it. I I really do not understand how this technology works, but I'm shocked by it. It's great. Like I think that's amazing. I also like that my resting um, heart rate, forty six beats a minute. Way to go. That's pretty good. Um, I really like that I can check text on it, like when I'm in the OR or something, and I can just like look at it without having to get my phone out. Because there are times when I can't, I don't have my phone available. And so it's easy to just like look at my watch and be like, okay, that's something I can respond yeah. to later. The only thing I don't like, the only thing that is like inconvenient about it is that when I'm at the gym, I, I don't have my phone on me because everything is right here on my watch. Right. And so if I need to text somebody, it's difficult. It doesn't. Yeah. Do you have yeah. to draw things out? Uh, yeah. Or like, you can I, do Siri, but you like look like an idiot screaming I was, into your watch. I was in the gym earlier and I got uh, some text from Lauren and I needed it to respond with like a long drawn out response and I, I was over there like talking into it and trying to get it right <laughs> and then and it's it, like saying it kept weird mixing shit up words yeah. and so I had to like erase it and try it again finally I just called her I so <laughs> I, like, I, I also do don't <laughs> my, maybe because mine's older but I don't talk on it a lot yeah. but like my friend Haley talks on hers all the time and it works well it and, works well well enough right yeah. and then she um because she like will have her phone down, but then she'll be in a different room with her son, so she'll just pick it up and like right. talk. You can kind of tell the difference. Yeah. But I, I know some people who have like the Garmin watch and some other watches, and I can't speak to those. I know people like them. I think the battery lasts longer on some of those. Probably. Like I have to charge mine every night. I don't know how you do. Yeah, I just charge it when I'm sleeping. Yeah, same. Yeah. Um, but I love mine. Me too. It's and awesome. I'm used to wearing it now. Like, do I yeah. Need an Apple Watch. They're kind of tight, man. I don't think I'm going to get one. I have my reasons. You don't wear watches. I don't like wearing watches, unfortunately. I don't work out enough to warrant getting that much use out of it. It might motivate me to work out more, it which will. is great. It, it's shocking how the rings really motivate you to do shit. Yeah, but 
It, it chirps at you though. It's like, hey man, you, you haven't stood yet this hour. Like what? Hypothetically you know? speaking, what if somebody was closing their rings only because they had low goals? Purely hypothetically speaking. Are you talking about me? I said hypothetically speaking. <laughs> I don't know how to change the goals on the rings. I think the only one you can change is the calorie. I don't know how to do that. Apparently you hold down the ring. High. I, I hit it most days, but it's hard. Harry did it for me the other day. Like you can change it. I don't remember how to do it. Oh, there we go. Like, yep. Change move goal. That's how you do it. I had a I had an hour, twenty minute workout earlier and then I hit the stairmaster for like 30 minutes, and I still haven't closed my so calorie the, ring. So the only one you can change is your calorie ring. You still have to hit 30 minutes and 12 hours. Yeah. Because I think that they're going off of, like, the 30-minute recommendation by whoever. Yeah, that one's easy. Anyway, yes, I love my Apple Watch. I wear it every day. I can't believe you said I have low goals, Will. I didn't say that. I said hypothetically you speaking. You said hypothetically, Sally. Yeah. So to be fair, I said hypothetically speaking. Don't take it personally. That's on you. I also, I, I truly, I, if I had an Apple Watch, I wouldn't, I would have to turn off the text. If I don't have my phone next to me, I don't want text. Okay. I don't know how you guys do it. It would bug the shit out of me. I like to stay plugged in, man. I get it. I get it. Let's do a voicemail. What's up, Dylan, Dave, Sally? Um, I'm just looking for some uh, advice on how to improve my drinking habits. Any tips, tricks um, to graduate away from the college and uh, immediate post-grad binge drinking habits that I currently have? Um, for some context, I am approaching 24 years old, um, male, and um, was looking to uh, hear your advice on uh, how I can uh, graduate away from binge drinking and become a more responsible drinker. Um, love the pod. Love what y'all are doing. Keep it up. Um, thank you. Bye-bye. Good question. Trying to shake the old uh, college binge drinking habits. You guys have any advice for this guy? I want to give him a shout-out for starting early. Hey, twenty three already wanted yeah. to get out of the game. Good for you. And to be able to acknowledge that uh, it's time, you're already you've, you've already taken a step mm-hmm. in mm-hmm. the right direction. I'd say. I don't think I acknowledge this until about twenty six. Yeah, twenty five, twenty six. The biggest thing. Sorry, I know I'm producer, but no, jump. The in, biggest man. thing I, I did that stopped me from going so hard was limiting myself to one night a weekend going out. And it, it was, it's hard to not go out a second night if people want you to go out a second night. But if you just say you're going out one night, you feel just so much better just because you're not, like, burning the candle at both ends come, like, Sunday. Yeah. And that, for me, was, like, the easiest way because it made me, va- it made me go out less just in general, and it just kind of slowly whittled it down for me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think mine was that my body just started rejecting it. What's funny is – Probably 23 to 26, I would have, well, 22 to 26, after a night of drinking, I would have intense anxiety. I would have Sunday scaries, but that really never stopped me. Like, you know, I would maybe like slow down for a couple days and not go out or something, but then I would just be back at it. It was that like, I literally could not handle the hangovers anymore. I just, my body felt like I'd been run over by a car. I just had to stop. Like Even now... There'll be times where I'm like, I want a glass of wine, and I know that I'll just have the worst headache in the morning, so I just have to stop myself. And I think that's hard because at 23, you really don't have that. That doesn't start till you're like 26 or 27, where you just physically. I mean, for you, it didn't start till you were like 33. Yeah, I was very lucky. Yeah, in that regard. And so for me, the anxiety or like, did I make a mistake or did I do anything embarrassing? Never really affected me. It did, but like not to the extent that the physical aspect affected me. Um, 
I agree with going out one night a week. If I go out two nights in a weekend, I'm ruined for like a whole week. Like if I go on a bad, when I went on Lily's bachelorette party, I could barely like stand still or like straight the next week. Try to only have a drink on the weekends, like Friday and Saturday night. That's it. Mm -hmm. Like just, you know, kind of train yourself not to drink during the week and then you can reward yourself on Friday. Like, oh, I was good. Let's go have have some drinks. The guilt goes away. Yeah drinking like binge drinking for sure and part of it is just like you're young and that's what everyone around you is doing um you're going to mature and you're going to be you you and your friends are all going to just grow up and kind of out you know outgrow this stage in your life where you just want you want to go out all the time and you know one thing always recommended to me that i didn't start doing till i was older too is drinking water in between what did your uncle call it rinse cycles baby (laughs) gotta do a rinse cycle every once in a while so he was doing this between beers but honestly that does help it slows you down because if you are like pounding a vodka soda and then you force yourself to drink water that's the same amount of liquid you were gonna have to intake anyway yeah and so then it's taking up space in your stomach too it it's gonna slow you down and make you drink less and keep you from getting so hungover yeah i do that a lot like i'll stop i'll drink a glass of wine and then i'll just pound some waters before i go for another and I was lucky that I never had like I had uh, this like my my brain would like not allow me to just keep drinking if I like I knew when, when my I reached my limit and I would I would not go beyond it. It was mm-hmm. just a natural thing that I had and it was awesome. Dude, the thing about me is I'm the total opposite. Really? Yeah, I just love I just love taking it too far. Yeah. I mean, not I did every now and then. Yeah. In certain on certain occasions, but Will gets to a point where. He reaches a ceiling of drunkenness, but that's what I call the dead eyes. And he can just keep drinking after that, and he's going to still have dead eyes. But and it's not going to like affect. He's not going to pass out or anything. But he's just like, I can tell that he's just making his hangover worse. So I'm, I'm like, the Caucasian you're already zombie. Yeah, yeah. I for me, stopping or slowing down was like just a total age life stage thing. But I really do commend this guy for like taking a hand, getting a handle on it before sure. and being proactive about it. For sure. I think all the tips that we yeah, said. Just the fact that you're aware of it, you're going to. Exactly. You're going to start to taper Because most people aren't aware of it. And, and it's going to slow down anyway, because when you're in college, you drink every night because it's college and that's what everyone is doing. Yeah. And like, you don't have responsibilities besides going to class. So you can drink on a Tuesday night. Like when you have to go to work, you're not going to binge drink on a Tuesday night. Yeah. That's also, just you can, difficult. You know, if if you find yourself drinking uh, during the week, just like after work, whatever, you can replace that habit with like a healthier alternative, whether it's working out or like reading a book or something. else kind of lame, but it, it'll probably help too. Right. You have to get good at distracting yourself. Yeah. And and entertaining yourself without needing others to be around or going out to like drink and stuff like that. Like finding a hobby, even if it's just like reading a book or something. Yeah. I will it's say so too, better. taking periods of sobriety, like. Whether or not I was doing a whole thirty or I gave up drinking for Lent one year makes you be very aware of how much you are drinking, but also made me realize like I'm totally fine in social situations like having a Tobo Chico. I'll be fine. I can still talk to people. I don't need to have alcohol. And so I think and and then I could drive myself everywhere and was spending less money on alcohol and Ubers. So I And you stay in shape. Right. So to even just challenging yourself to do like two weeks without alcohol, I feel like is 
something that's very attainable and also will make you feel great. And then once you feel good, you're like, eh, I don't really need to drink on a Monday. I'm good. Yeah. I don't need a lunch beer. I don't need a freaking happy hour. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Now that you've acknowledged it and you have stated that you want to get better about it, like you're on your way. I'm not worried about you. Yeah, you're good. You're going to be good. All right, we have one more. Hey there, Dill Dave and newly christened Mrs. DeFreeze. Got a question for you that was brought to my, or that was brought on by the aforementioned recent nuptials. How do you guys deal with or negotiate the fact that there are thousands of people who are highly invested in your personal lives? Like I was truly happy for Will and Sally, much like I would for a close friend of mine. So much so I had a fleeting thought to send a congratulatory wedding gift via Venmo. So with that said, have y'all plan or had any listener interactions that have crossed the line from nice to creepy? Thanks for all that y'all do. When I read this, I was so happy. Like yeah. that was so we nice. Have, like we legit have the best listeners out there. I'm, I'll put them up against anybody. It's it, I agree. It's awesome. It's ri- like it's ridiculous. Yeah, we don't deserve them. Like there are there are always going to be like the the small few people that get under your skin. But we are so lucky that we have yeah. such a small amount of those people yeah. that you mean it's like controllable. Haters. I've been annoyed by people, uh-huh. um, and that's just because they just they just keep going and like going at me. Like if they'll DM me and they ask me a question, I'm I'm happy to answer it, like whatever. But then they think that that's like I'm opening up to have like a never ending conversation with them, and I don't want to sound like I'm, I'm ungrateful because I'm not. But I don't want to like respond to you. 15 times over the next hour. I don't even know who you are. Like, Mm -hmm. thank you for supporting us, but I don't want to keep talking to you nonstop. I will Um, say- But no one's ever been creepy with me. I've never had a bad interaction in real life. Yeah. Or, yeah. I, I, um, no one's really here to meet me, clearly. I, like, most of the people, pretty much all the people that come up to us are coming to say hi to one of you or if I'm with Dave. Um, I think it's it's never ever creepy. I always really enjoy it, and I think it's so nice that people take time out of their schedule to come like say hi or like yeah. have even have the courage to do that because I don't know that I would approach anybody. The in person interactions are some of my some of my favorite right. things ever. Like right. being I at the Denver meetup it. was like the first one I'd ever been at, and I was blown away. Yeah, I do think I was telling Will when I read this question before I realized he was going to be on the podcast. I was like, I think it's really funny watching the people who are with us, their reactions, because my family, when it first started happening, when people would come up to Will, were like very confused. And now they're totally fine with it. But I think in the beginning, especially when my parents didn't totally understand what Will did, it actually would be great because we would be at dinner with my parents and somebody would come up and like gas up Will and my parents would be like, what? So validating. Drew's friend Ben, when we were in uh, uh-huh. Breckenridge, about to get on the gondola, <laughs> like there were people in line who were like, "Hey, what's up, guys? Love the podcast, whatever." What happens to us quite a bit. Uh, and Ben was like, he was so confused. Yeah. And he was like drilling me with questions. He was like, "Wait, what? What just happened there? Just, like, what's going on? <laughs> who are you?" Uh, and he just had all these questions for me. He was blown away by it. One of the best was when I graduated. We were at a brewery on E6, Lazarus, I think. And I was with all my coworkers who do not understand what y'all do. Like I always try to explain it, but a lot of them like don't listen to podcasts, don't really get it. And so Will and I were about to leave. We were talking to two of my coworkers and a girl came up, said hi to Will, congratulated me on graduating. (laughs) And then 
we like were like, do you do you want a picture or anything? She was like, no, 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 I just wanted to come say hi. And my friend Kate <laughs> mouth was like, her jaw had dropped. She had no idea what had just <laughs> happened, and yeah. it was it was so fun to watch. And then that I was one like, was especially weird because that day it was a Sunday, and I had released the Scaries episode where I had some listener responses that I read on the air. And she was one of the responses. Yeah, it was wild. I was like, this is weird. So like, funny. it's one of those moments that's like almost like not weird in a bad way, but like so yeah. it, it like creeped me out how like everything just kind of came together. Yeah. If you ever see me in public and you're like, if you're, you know, trying to decide if you if you should say hi or not, I'm going to love it every single time. Yeah. You yeah. are never going to be bothering me. Yeah, I yeah. promise you. Yeah, it's true. It's, it's not like never we're, been annoying. We're not I've... famous actors or athletes no. that, that, who gets it all the time. Yeah, it's, it's like, like, like we oh can go gosh. in public often, like most of the time we go in public, no one's going up to us. Yeah, if someone so, says hi to me in public, it means, like, I'm like, holy shit, this person supports what I do mm-hmm. for a living. Yeah. Like, they're actually, like, putting money in my pocket by just listening to my podcast, and that's fucking so cool. I appreciate it. I appreciate you. appreciate the gesture of saying hi. It's always awesome to me. There have been some really funny ones in the past. Yeah. Like, we, I was getting out of an Uber one time with my buddies, and this was during the Chicago meetup, and we were getting out of the Uber, and... Somebody was, we got dropped off really far away from the bar for some reason. And some random dude was just walking down the street as we were getting out. And he just goes, sup, Will, love the pod. Yeah. And my buddies were like, wait, is he at the meetup? And I'm like, no, he's coming from the opposite. Like, he's, <laughs> I don't know what's going on. And he's like, yeah, it's, you know, it's just some random dude on the yeah. street. He's some nice, nice listener. That being said, can I add something to this? Yeah. I um, don't know how many people on the mail and probably listen to the optimized bachelorette content but i know that y'all talked about the bullying thing which i have never received bullying like that from anybody who listens but i do obviously get on the reddit sometimes and i am very happy that people are invested enough to care and give constructive criticism but i also think that there comes a point where just because y'all put your lives out on a podcast doesn't give someone the right to sure. comment about it and make yeah. mean comments about you. Um, there, that is like 0.001% of your yeah. listener. Yeah, base. We're lucky. We're very lucky. But We're very lucky. I will say when I read mean things, people say about any of you or myself, it is taken very personally by me. And I know that I probably need to have thicker well, it's, skin. It's hard not to. And like we, We've been dealing with it like for much longer than you right. have, and it, it still gets to me. But I, it's gotten better. Mm-hmm. I mean, I got a it's message. It's gotten so much better, actually. I got like, a message a few weeks ago. Someone decided to call me a deadbeat father. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, it's just because Parks has two homes, and it it like fucked up my whole night. Mm-hmm. Like it, it, it's rare that stuff gets to me. That right. one got to me. And I do think, especially since y'all ventured off and got done your own thing that the fans that followed were like the real homies for sure. Oh, yeah. But I, I also think that there is a special type of person and cowardice that exists for somebody who sits behind a computer screen. And I'm not talking oh. about people who are like, hey, we want we want to see this on the podcast or I thought this about the sound quality today or whatever. I don't care about that. It's, but making fun of somebody's like appearance, voice, oh, it's, it's what the they worst. do is a shitty thing to do. They sit they sit behind their computer and they you know they use an anonymous name. Right. They don't have their picture next to their handle or anything. So they can say whatever they want and there's zero zero repercussion for it. Right. There's a uh, there's a rule on our Reddit right now, our subreddit, and I talked to one of the mods and we were like, "Yeah, let's implement this." And it's that you couldn't comment if your account wasn't more than a week old. 
and that was to prevent people being trolls, things like that. Yeah. And I think we might have gotten rid of it because it was like, this is pointless. No one's really doing that anymore. Right. And even the things that I might take personally are not things that I don't, I don't think people mean them personally, Mm -hmm. but it's like, you know, you've always done something this way. Yeah. Um, I have this take on something and someone has a different take. And even if I take it personally, it's not that I'm mad at the person. I just don't like being told that I'm wrong sometimes. Yeah. (laughs) And so it's like, it's that. And so it's really rare that somebody takes things too far. And if they take something too far, I just block them. Yeah. Yeah. They get, they just catch a block or they get muted, which I think is like the best because when you mute somebody, they still think that they can get in, get under your skin and they just can't. Yeah. Yeah. The, the criticisms that, that we or I get, um, are usually like very earnest and it's from someone who's been like listening for a long time Mm -hmm. right? and they're just invested in the content. And if they, if they're like, Dylan, you sucked on today's podcast. I'm like, you know what? Yeah, I think I kind of did too. Like, I we get know. it, and so I, I don't get mad at that. It's the personal digs that, yeah, that take you know they wear on you a little bit. If we have a bad episode of something, we probably all know that it wasn't our best. I think today's circling back wasn't great. Yeah, like know. like we like sometimes like we are so reliant on certain things like the news cycle or whatever that like sometimes if something's not popping and we have to like come up with random topics. It might not be as good, but that's just how it is sometimes, you know? Then there's the other episodes, like the Valerio episodes, where it's like, okay, this, this is why we do it. This is the best. Well, so, so stupid I, that, like, a, a fake, or not a fake, like, a predatory cat can, like, make our job better. I do, I do think that uh, many of the fans have been great, and especially when we got married, I received a bunch of really, really, really nice messages, and... It, the same way I said to you that it was really humbling that our own friends would show up and like make the time. It's really humbling that people consider that a significant event enough to like message us. You know, I got messages from people I don't even know. And some of my friends haven't even acknowledged that we've gotten married. (laughs) So, Yeah. yeah. I mean, I like the amount of like this person mentioned our wedding, like she was happy for us. The, I remember after, so after, the weekend was kind of done or not the weekend. The, the wedding was done. S- Sally and I went back to our hotel room and Sally went straight to bed. I turned on the fire, tossed on a movie and just w- sat on my phone for like two hours, just scrolling through messages from people. And whether it was people that were in my contacts that texted me random DMS, I was just like so happy and I couldn't get enough of how nice people were being to me. Mm-hmm. And I was, so, I just loved it. And yeah. there were so many people that I didn't respond to. I tried to respond to so many people and it's just hard to, but I think I read almost all of them mm-hmm. and every single one of them just made me really happy. And so like, it, it doesn't go unappreciated by us that people are so yeah. invested in our lives I mean, because talk- I really, really do love it. I've talked about it a million times, but when Dave and I got laid off, like the response from everyone, holy shit, Crazy. It, it like absolutely blew me away. Crazy. Yeah. Uh, and so, yeah, love you guys. All right. We're, we're finished folks. We're finished. Did you have fun? Yeah, it was a good one. It was it was a great a so. I thought that was a good so too. I'm bringing a lamp next time. We're getting cozy up in here. Bring a lamp. Yeah. Yeah. We're we're, we're gonna get like legit studio lighting in here. And Maybe it's I'll gonna bring be a like, lava lamp. It's gonna be like the warm lights, you know. Uh huh. Not so. Like, is shocking. it the Kim Kardashian selfie light, the one you put on your phone that makes your skin look really good, like those type of lights? Uh, sure. Yeah, probably. It, it's the lighting that makes you look hot, like studio light. Hot lighting. Yeah. You know, studio hot lighting. Studio hot lighting. Yeah, you're gonna look. We're all gonna look like scorching hot in here. It's gonna be great. Wow. Yeah. All right. Again, the hotline number eight 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 three six two six two four five. 
or you can write in at the link in our Twitter bio at Mail-In Podcast. We'll talk to you next week. Goodbye.